Welcome to the Reaction Pod. We're in the Harbour View corridor once again. So apologies in advance for people looking for toilets, trying to get in the room upstairs, coming through the cheeky side door. Yeah, it's shut. He's listening to this in the past, but it's shut. So don't try and come through. It will be. It will continue to be shut. So if you're in, if you see us recording this pod and you ask if upstairs is up, no, it isn't. Yeah, exactly. Stop. Well, that was the voice of Matthew Keelan, Roy Fallow here with Craig Clark as well to react to Fleetwood Town one, Sunderland one. Off the back of the victory at Doncaster, the you know p- level of performance was better than what we've seen so far. Fair to say, lads. Yeah, it was um, it was okay. <laughs> Don't sound too enthusiastic about it. Uh, it was all right. Like just like in isolation, you take that. If, if we're having a good season, you'd think, well, we've gone away. We've probably deserved to win, and we've we've come away unlucky not to get the three points, but. We need to win every game, don't we, now? Yeah. But it's frustrating the refereeing. I mean, both of the penalties looked dubious, didn't they? The refereeing in this... Especially, this especially theirs. And I know we're biased, but theirs was like... I mean, it wasn't. It just wasn't a penalty. It just wasn't a foul. But I mean, in a yeah, way... Yeah, at least the one for ours was a foul. Whether it was inside the box yeah, or not yeah, is the other question. I would say, weirdly, it probably benefited us, them scoring quite early, because they, for some reason, had this defend-what-you've-got mentality... And actually, it allowed us to kind of take control of the game. The, the 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 thing for us wasn't that we didn't play well, which we did in patches. It was the finishing that let us down. We had numerous really good chances. Maguire or nine. White hit the post. He was really unlucky with that. The header or the keeper saved it. One of the two, maybe both. Um, so actually, when you look at it, we we did enough to win that game. They had some moments too where our defence was a bit fragile, but they were offside. So even if they put the ball in the net it wouldn't have counted and the goalkeeper did did really well yeah, on those yeah. occasions anyway I think McLaughlin to be fair to him has had had a couple of really good games um, yeah, yeah. he's been instrumental in picking up the four points I think it's just frustrating that the refereeing whether it's benefited us or not benefited us or whatever it's just the standard it's just not Good is it? It's like almost has your pain for VR in a way. I'm being sarcastic about it. No, but you look like you look at how the level of scrutiny in the in the top flight and you yeah. think like like Grealish had a goal disallowed earlier because someone's sock was offside, yeah. like the back of the threads on the back of his sock. And you think like they can get away in this at this level, like two two tiers below. It's not as if we're in like, you know, like non league football, like right. you be playing, t- and it'll be the same in the championship as well. Yeah, yeah, over, yeah, yeah. Like, you, they, they, like officials can make this, the decisions like that and they just stand. Yeah. Like, it's like there's no like in between, you're either offside because your nose hair's offside, yeah. or like you can just give what you want, and there's no con- there'll be no consequences to that referee for that decision. Oh, no. Well, he's, we, he's refereed us uh, quite, quite a few times in League One last season, so he's obviously like yeah. going to a standard, isn't he's he? Crap. But to go like to the actual performance I thought attacking wise like you like you both alluded to we were quite positive like it's the main thing again I go back to the main thing that I would say on these reaction pods is like chance creation but why hitting the post or nine yeah fair enough it wasn't a shot on target but it's a clear cut chance if you if you were looking in as low there as low as I'm going to go into it <coughs> XG that is like probably I don't know how it works but that is like high <laughs> up on uh, that is high up on that isn't it if you if you are in the six yard box where you've got essentially a tap in and you know the Maguire chance as well keeper did quite well but he should have buried it like we did look a lot more fluid going forward and and why is that as well? Is that Lyndon Gooch coming back into the side? I mean, that's a coincidence. Like, 
Yeah. He, he's just links the play really well. He's always in between lines, and he he's, he don't know. He he'd be in a position, but he's not always there. Is he? Yeah. He's like he plays sort of almost in a free role at yeah. times. Yeah, yeah, he, did. he he was excellent. I don't think it's a coincidence that he's <laughs> he's come back into the team and. We've, we've just looked so much better going forward. Like them, them chances you mentioned, White was so unlucky with a header. Oh, that was a brilliant move. Right. And, and to be fair, White, he connected with that excellently good cross from or nine, I think, who put the ball yeah, in. Well, he undid that work <laughs> from the good cross by. What was he? Ah, well, I'm not going to even. No, that, that miss. And rolling around in pretty much stoppage time when we were chasing because to try and win the game. Penalty and yeah. Not hurt. Like, just get up. Like, grow up. Like, I know we're trying to be like a bit like positive, kind of positive because like, you know, we beat Doncaster and we've like played fairly well, well, improved performance. But come on, man. Like, stop being a child. Like, that's nice, no, nice, but 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 it's true though. Like you can't like because he did that thing of rolling around loads of donkeys and like everyone's like oh or oh, nine isn't he cute and funny? No mate, nice. like you, you're a professional. You're a professional then footballer. He on, then he put it on the Instagram page of him rolling about. That was the voice of Mark, by the way, who's just into Mark, Mark had a really good point about the referee. Come on, Mark, you've got you've got to make a good. You've got to make your part time, by the way. Referees yeah. are part-time. That is a fair point. You you get used to do get a stout £200 a game. Yeah. Well, he should have got £2. 50p a pound. But it, it it does make a difference, that, because their whole life isn't preparing for games. No, it's not no. fitness. Aye, know, the fitness it doesn't come in and give that penalty. But your whole life isn't... Right, I'm preparing to referee this game. Well, it's nice something ship, you do on the side, nice which is mental. Was a League One, League Two referee, and this season he's been stood down because he's not fit enough. So they do go through the fitness thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, now he's like, now well, he's doing it, it, referee assessing. Yeah, and he yeah. did it. Um, I can't remember what game it was. Our last but home game, he was there. It's their decision making, isn't it? And it's the fact that but they're I mean, not. If you're not spending your whole time refereeing yeah. and that because you're not full time, it, it's like the equivalent of being a part time footballer. You might train a couple of times a week, yeah, and then no. you're working full time five days a week. It's going to affect the oh, fact. Yeah, you, we, you, we you, you're going to be knackered. Well, like, you're, you're only human. In terms of kicking up, we're playing that. I, I get that. I do, but no, like, I mean decision making no, as well. It matters. And does that, well, does, and and does, no, but does, 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 does that does that go to the point though that the these these the, yeah exactly the should the should the should the should be professionals shouldn't they? Because you know when you've got when you've got clubs like you know. Uh, it's, it sounds like a grandiose, but like ourselves, who are a big club, Even League Two, there should be full time referees. It's a professional because league. it's professional yes, exactly. League. It's, it's not part time players. At this point, it's not part time players. There we should be full time referees. 10, 15 grand a week. But international yeah. football is playing in a division. Yeah. You've got like you a welder as a But referee. to move away from refereeing, we were, we were like talking. <laughs> well, we've got one playing centre half, and which was I was going to move on to the defence actually. If, as good as you were going forward, our, our undoing was our defence. For all that we were saying, that wasn't a penalty for the foul. My God, the defender. Oh, about a million headers as we couldn't even get the ball out of the box. That was absolutely like, that. that's vile. And every time, we, 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 saw, we saw it against Doncaster as well. We saw it against Doncaster how their one chance essentially, the carved us open to score. Fleetwood did have a few of them where a better side might have put chance away. We're very like, when Parkinson came in, everyone said, oh, we'll be tight at the back, but you won't be much going forward. And to be fair, broadly, we haven't been much at either end, but not seeing much of being tighter defensively, are we? No, that I would I would say the, 
if you weirdly the biggest disappointment with Parkinson was if you're just going to get us out of the division dirty it was going to be let's get the clean sheets going and it hasn't really manifested yeah, yeah. and I think again it comes back to something I think all of us said about Jack Ross which was there was a certain mindset around where we weren't being positive enough as a fan base we felt like the team wasn't positive and it was quite negative and I'd made the, the sort of analysis or comment or whatever that maybe it was because the defence wasn't that good and he's trying to protect it and I think Parkinson is a naturally more negative manager yeah. than Ross has actually looked at it again and gone wait a minute we need three centre backs here just to compensate for the fact we haven't got the quality and it's interesting isn't it that a player who he's actually used as a third centre back and he's a left back the Bock has been allowed to go back to, well not allowed he's been sent back to Leeds today so he obviously doesn't like Ross I don't think either of them rated the, the defenders that no. they've had at their disposal to be fair again to Parkinson today look we've all criticised him and rightly so but he did this time what he should have done against Bolton he took a centre back off for a forward yeah, yeah. and what more did have a really positive impact yeah. and that's the first time I've really seen Parkinson have a really positive impact with his substitutions I mean, that's yeah. a lot of that's down to the reaction he got from not doing that against Bolton he's thought shit like I've got to do this this time because if I, if I don't and fair play like obviously if he's taking it on Bolton whatever like you know I'm just going to sit and like criticise him and have a total like yeah. meltdown on him again like he obviously the decision against Bolton was was totally the wrong decision, and if he's taken that on board, not that he should be needed to be told that that was the wrong decision, but if he's realised that Ralph well, shouldn't have done that and moving forward, by the way, their first goal. Does anyone follow nine crap nineties football? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it is exactly. <laughs> well, the, the, the pinball nature of it. So we're losing today. We're losing. We're losing. We weren't drawn. So would he have That's, made? The, I guess the point. Uh, would he have made the same decision if it was yeah. we drawn? Well, it was kind of what you when you mentioned Jack Ross there. To be fair, Craig, like it made us think of it was a very Jack Ross Sunderland performance of that like, going behind and yeah. taking and taking taking that yeah. to wake us up and actually playing fairly well after that. Like if you, if you did take the game in isolation, you come win. You can't much. I'm not particularly a fan of Phil Parkinson. Still don't you know these last these last two these last two results don't like change your mind on whether he should be in the job or not. I still don't think he should, but. I can't like nothing for today because we've hit the post. Luke O'Neill should be scoring from four yards. Like, can't really blame the manager much for that. And like you were saying before, the substitutions are really positive. So I don't know. It's it, 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 it's an odd feeling, isn't it, it's after weird. the past two games? Because like, if we'd have beaten Bolton like three 0 on Boxing Day, and you'd have gone, yeah. you'd have gone to Doncaster and won. That's just great win. Obviously, it's a tough place. They're not having the best season, but it's good. I got a tough place to go. We seen that last season. They finished in the playoffs last season, yeah. and like to go to Fleetwood, right? we lost to Fleetwood last season. Like we lost away. They're seventh. Yeah, not like that's incredible. Yeah. Like, they're a oh, seventh exactly. place team. Uh, they're very ordinary, very functional. Uh, I know Barton wasn't on the bench today, which may have impacted their approach during the game. I don't know how that stuff really works in practice. Um, but I mean, they were really, really very just meat and potatoes stuff. Like they were just four four two. They scored a penalty. Yes, you're right, Rory, and I think I said it. They did have some opportunities. Yeah, the goalkeeper straight away, I think, didn't he? Like straight after they scored. But they were the just other. generally. I mean, we dominated that game. Really we were do. just looking at the stats there. We had we had more shots, fewer on target, but we had more shots. We had twenty shots today. What we had on target. I mean, just three, three unfortunately. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the that's problem. You. I'd have brought. Like, uh, I'd, I would. I would have brought Will Grigg on today. Yeah, we were saying that weren't we. It was. It was calling Ooh. out for McNulty. Was very unlucky with that effort. And he, he wasn't. Was, really 
it have to be like I've, I said it when we were watching the game and I've said it on this like I always go about shots on target and I guess with McNulty that one that goes just wide the one or nine from you know over the bar and uh, Wyke hitting the post like they are they don't count shots on target but at least we're creating clear cut chances and does but it's the players fault not not the yeah, managers yeah fault. exactly and does that give you a little bit of confidence going forward that at least like oh well we've gone away from home to a side who yeah much as they didn't look much they're seventh still and how many points off the playoffs are we Three. four I think four I think we're with the game in hand so we win the oh, game well, in hand we, we, we know all about games, that. games that's, that's a win everyone we know that we won them all last year yeah exactly so but the, I mean Mickey did a really good analysis of this about like Parkinson what he does when he comes in and how he's a slow starter and actually four points from the last two games like you say one of those teams in seventh I think everyone tipped Doncaster to be doing a lot better than they are. Uh, <laughs> tipped us to be doing a lot better well, than well, we of are. Of course, did. And Portsmouth. <laughs> very, very much so. But you know, suddenly, if you, I feel today, if, to be to be fair to Parkinson, if we score that equaliser about ten minutes early, we'd probably win the game. We said that with the 0-9 chance straight away, didn't, didn't we, Matthew? We looked at each other and said, if that had gone in, you're looking at twenty minutes to go, and you can push for the win. And when we scored the penalty, what eighty minutes? Pretty much dead on, I think it was. Yes. There wasn't. I think. I think we we'd run out of steam by then. Unfortunately, I just, I just love to know what it was between that sort of Tranmere win mm-hmm. and the stuff that's gone on in between the last sort of two performances. I know a few people thought the Shrewsbury performance was unlucky, and we played well, and then obviously we beat Southend. But I found that very unconvincing, given how bad Southend well, are. One game Southend, and they're not. Nine nine we beat them, so that's fine. We beat them. We got the three points. But, but when you look at do that team, against Bolton, who are similarly poor, exactly. and and we're not, we're still not winning enough games. We're, we're not beating teams above us, yeah. and we. If you forget where Fleetwood are in the table, this is something else I would agree with with Mickey about like. We shouldn't be look like Blackpool when we played them at home. Don't look at where they are on the table. Yeah. Where do we want to be? We want to be in the top six, bare, bare minimum. And that means you, because of the, the sort of failure in the last two months, we have to start beating these teams. We have to win on Saturday against Lincoln. Yeah, we have to beat Lincoln. In, we really interesting do. one, considering like that was kind of Ross's... It was the end of him in a way, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? It was the end of him in a way. Exactly. So it's going to be interesting to see the sort of... The difference, isn't there? Well, I mean, they just hammered Ipswich 5 3 the other day. Well, hammered. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, well, it just shows it. Look at Ipswich are fifth now. That's, yeah, well, that's remarkable. They drew, they drew again today. They drew at Wickham today. Yeah, yeah, they haven't won for, I think it's like seven games or something. So, so Wickham are on a poor run. As well. the team, three in a row and and then, they're still top. They are still top. So if they're top and Ipswich is sliding to fifth, Peterborough's sixth, they're within touching distance, four points. You're thinking, this is a poor league. I know one of you said that earlier, but you're absolutely right. We could still get promoted. I think that's I mean, I made a really good point, actually. I was talking to him after one of the dire games we played, and he was like, we are going to have to try... Narrow it down a bit. Or <laughs> <laughs> blended into one. Well, so Chillingham was the lowest of the low so for me. We are going to have to try really hard to finish outside of the playoffs. Yeah. Like, it's like as bad as we've been, it's like unbelievable that we're four points away from the playoffs. Blackpool, were th- I think, were fourth when we played mm-hmm. them. And I thought if they had anything about them, given the situation we yeah. were in at the time, there was a lot of negativity. There's still obviously negativity around the club for obvious reasons, because we are still in the bottom half of the third division 
But Blackpool, Grayson, he's never won at Sunderland. He's never won at the stadium. I like to spite managing us. <laughs> Great, that, and th- we were we were there for the take and that day. And he did not. He didn't go for the jugular. So there's still teams look at us with respect, in my opinion. Managers who do. I think Fleetwood treated us with more respect than we perhaps deserved today. Yeah. Um, and like I've said just before, if we score an equal, act, their goal helped us. We we looked a bit. We, we barely we got we barely got out of our own half before before the he, penalty. He invited us after that. All right, yeah. they had a couple of chances as well, but that game stretched because we were one down, I think what, and it benefited us. Did. Do you think what we might get on Saturday is sort of a lot of what we saw last season from from Lincoln? Because obviously they, they've just come up. From League Two, yeah. So like, obviously, it's a bit of a. No, I, still. Just mean, I just mean like, they've they've not played at the Stadium of Light, and like, it's the whole like, mm, yeah. they, they yeah, were they were in Lon League a few years ago. Yeah, they might come know. with their tails up though, thinking we we've beat these ones this yeah, season. That's like, I just wonder if like we're gonna get some of that sort of cup because you'd imagine they'd bring quite a few, yeah, quite a few yeah, fans. But what it comes um, down to us is how do we approach the game? If we start like we did from about twenty minutes today. Oh, it wasn't perfect, as we keep saying. But we won the front you're doing, foot. You doing the, the right thing. Right. Yeah. Tempo yeah. got better and better as the game went on, didn't it? Yeah. Gooch has made a huge difference since he come back. I think, yeah. I think keep him we've, 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 we've kind of alluded to Gooch, but like you need to be like, pulled out for praise because he was fantastic against Doncaster. He was really positive today, and I've been someone who's on the pod like last season would have... To be honest, I was at the point of like would have been happy to see him sold because how, how self yeah written off for me, <laughs> like because of how selfish he was being. He was just he was overplaying things all the time. But this season has been he's been totally different. He's just simplified things. He gets on the ball. He moves it on quickly, and he's arguably at the moment our most important player. I would say he's the most talented footballer in terms of who starts games. Because obviously McGeady's out of the picture, I would say he's the most talented footballer we've got, like by some distance actually. I think you bring McGeady into that team today, we'd have won the game. That is the thing, like it's something different that we were lacking, isn't it? And you've either got the he's not going to swallow his pride now, like McGeady's gone and he's going to leave in probably right at the end of the window, like for just whoever comes in for him, or if you just like can cut your losses or. Because remember, he's probably on quite big wages, so someone who like mm. you're going to negotiate a deal yeah, to take yeah. of what we've done with like Catamol and Count yeah. and Oviedo or whatever. But can we get someone in, even if it's a loan deal, who can do a similar thing? Given our recent January transfer windows, I'm tempted to say, no, we will not. Given our recent windows, full stop. We've not we've not really had a good transfer window for. Oh, years, yeah, yeah. yeah. 2016. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, that's a long time. Like, we're not. Like, really look, like, for all these faults and that, and I've been like, a critic of McGee, particularly in the Championship season. Like, but he was awful in the Championship. Well, he was, no, he was. He like, was. Despite the goals, he, he, he did score and whatever. Like, I, you're not going to bring in anyone better than him. You're not. Well, we haven't brought a single player in, really, who's improved upon the ones who've left. Part of that's because of the division we're in. But it's also partly down to getting the recruitment right. And you look at some of the names we've been linked with and you think, hmm, you're looking for someone to come in and score goals. This guy scored three goals for Newport. And you think, on loan, it's like, where, where are we as a well, club? It's where a, are it's we? It's Keziah Sterling, isn't it? It's like yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, well, well, but it's, that, a, it's like, a lower level version of that because he's a Bristol City player. I would, Do you know Sterling, what I mean? Sterling. But that's probably like, what we're going to end up with, isn't it? Like a, a young... 
who is quite. Don't have just sent Sterling back. Actually, who's probably oh, yeah. fairly promising at a big club like Tottenham, where Sterling was playing, and you're hoping he's going to do the job of a massively experienced player like Ian McGeady. It just doesn't work like that, does it? Because they don't have like the sensibility, the reading of the game that someone like McGeady does. But I guess to wrap it up, do we think we're going to get those players in? And what we alluded to before about touching distance from the playoffs and Pattinson being a slow starter and the sort of semi-improvement we've seen. What's your optimism levels for, let's say, getting in the playoffs out of 10, Matthew? You've <laughs> playoffs. Playoffs. Just, just, just to get will. into the playoffs. I think we will. 100%. Well, not 100%. Eight, I'm pretty much 100%. 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10? It's incredible that we are that close to the playoffs after the run of form we've had. I just yeah. think it's an almost certainly that we'll finish probably at least sixth. Like we Sixth a good position to finish. And it, uh, If you have a surge, is, is, which, again, coming back to Mickey's thing, is possible under Parkinson. It's not going to be a surge where you necessarily beat people 5-6-0 every week. Yeah. But you might go on a run of 1-0 wins. Yeah. A run of 1-0 wins in this terrible yeah. division... You finish at least third, and that happens in in the other two divisions in the football league oh. as well, in the championship, and and it doesn't necessarily mean we'll go up. We need to go, up, we're, but we're like a good, <laughs> as ridiculous as this is, we're like five, like a five game winning streak away mm. from being second. The problem is, <laughs> if, if if well. The problem is we've won three games in like 15 or something. Oh yeah, like I don't, I don't mean this to get carried away, but just in terms of you know other teams, like we were talking about like Wickham and Ipswich like underperforming and even like Portsmouth who were typically doing quite well and they're not. So that's, no that, that, that is keeping ex- Ipswich 100% great. Ipswich standout team because Paul Lambert's a really experienced mm. manager. Yeah. Who's probably just had t- a new deal today as well. He came, he well, came out the other day was like, I don't know how long I'm going to be in charge for. I think I saw that flash up on Sky, Sky Sports News earlier. Apologies if that's incorrect. He's a funny one, but he is the best manager, barring Kenny Jacket, in terms of getting teams out of the league in the division. And Jacket's obviously had his oh, travail. Whoa, 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 Phil Parkinson's references. Come on. <laughs> oh, he, he did. Oh, we'll not go into that. Anyway, <laughs> but they're the two, for me, Ipswich as well, because of the size of the club, and Portsmouth, obviously. You thought, well, you think Wickham. Right, I know Luton did it last season, but Luton's a much bigger club than yeah, bloody they, Wigan. They, they were in the Miles championship bigger. when we got promoted under Roy Keane and stuff like that. Like the, you know, Carl said, and, and you know David Pleat, like Premier League, uh, not Premier League, but top flight club thing before has. the FA yeah. Cup. And Lambert has got a new long-term contract. Ah, Maybe he feels like he's going to get backed in January. Then oh, well. that could be the case. But hopefully, hopefully Phil Parkinson gets backed. Hopefully this form keeps up. And Matthew's got a point that we're no, going to end on. I was on. just going to say, speaking of Wickham, they, uh, they got a point today, which is quite a good, obviously, result because Gareth Innsworth will definitely have had a gig last night would have been New Year's oh, Eve. Absolutely. Where do you think, right? He obviously had a function band sort of playing, mm. definitely in a pub like we are now in the harbour. What song do you think he ended on? Sex on Fire. Oh, yeah. Craig, what song? Who? Gareth Ains' band, what song did they end on for the, for the countdown New Year's Eve last night? Well, it was in excess, wasn't it? So it'll have been that one that, uh, what the hell's it called? The, the really well-known... Uh, that's the one. I think for New Year's Eve, he does. You, I, At Midnight would have been the remix. I know, thank you. Just... You know, five, four, three to need your midnight uh, that kind no, of thing. I, I think he does a different sort of one. I think they ended on Hungry Like the Wolf. And oh, oh yeah. well, I hope he did because that would have been magnificent if he'd done it at the stage. And just like Gareth Sainz was, is Hungry Like the Wolf. We're hungry for promotion. Thanks for listening. <laughs>
Bye.